0: Lamentations, Chapter Number Three. Now, if you need to find that, if that's Bible drill time, you just go uh, past Isaiah and past Jeremiah and then just past Jeremiah's Lamentations. This is a book that Jeremiah himself wrote and it's a very short book. It only has five chapters but if you'll stand we'll just read a few verses here to reverence the reading of God's Word. Thank you once again Brother Scott, your family, how precious and how wonderful it's been to be with you once again here at Triumphant Baptist. And if the Lord lets us live, hopefully we'll get to come back and fellowship once again around the things of God with the people of God. Now, until then, it's your responsibility and mine to continue to hold forth the light. It's our responsibility, according to the Word of God, to fulfill the Great Commission here in Athens, Tennessee, and across the world, everywhere that we go. Uh, To spread the gospel and to win souls is not just the preacher's job. It's not just the missionary's job. It's every born-again child of God. God's responsibility yeah, and man. God help us all yeah, God help us all to do yeah. our part yes, amen. amen I have my hand raised as well yeah. I, I find myself many times yeah, in this bro. spot right here yeah. I, I have no fear I have no fear in this spot right here. I, yeah. I, I only fear God in this mm-hmm. spot. I respect the pastor and 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 uh, but I fear no man yeah. in this spot. But yeah. I'll tell you sometimes yeah. in that day-to-day life Come that we brothers. that we walk yeah. around Come in on. this world, sometimes our Come. own flesh and the enemy yeah. himself could Come get on. into our ear and yeah. say, "Oh, you don't need to say anything. Uh-huh. You don't need to do anything." But yeah. oh yes, we do. Yeah. And I pray that God would help us all to show forth light and give hope in a world that is hopeless. This world has no hope. That's why they're trying to find the bottom of the bottle every night. That's why they're searching for the drugs to give them the euphoric feeling so that they might forget the condemnation of their heart Mm -hmm. and the hopelessness that they have in this life. But you and I have hope tonight in Jesus Christ. And we're going to look tonight in Lamentations chapter number Number three, at a very, very, very uh, simple thought, and it is a pearl in this writing of lamentations. Let's read, beginning in verse number 18. If you're there, say amen. 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 And I said, this is Jeremiah speaking, and his as it says at the top of the chapter in the heading, the third lamentation. Yes, sir. A lamentation, by the way, is a kind of a heartbroken cry. Yeah. When we lament something yeah. it, is a, it is a melancholy yes, sir. negative heart-wrenching situation most of the time. And that's where Jeremiah is. He is known as the weeping prophet. Here's his word beginning in verse number 18 chapter 3 of Lamentations. And I said, my strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. Hmm. Remembering mine affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul hath them still in remembrance. There's two verses in a row with remembrance in it. And is humbled in me. Now notice, here's another form of remembrance, verse 21. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope.
1: Wow.
0: I want to preach just for a few minutes tonight, God, being my helper on this thought, therefore have I hope. Let's pray just Amen. for a moment, Lord. You know I need you, and God, you know that I would fail in relying on my own flesh. And I pray tonight, dear God, If you'll be kind to us, Lord. If you'll be merciful to us, Lord. If you will grant us, Lord, the manifestation of your presence tonight. If you will help us, God, by joining us with your spirit, Lord. In a way, Father, that would uh, help us, Father, with the communion around the word of God. Help us and fulfill, Lord, what you said in John 14, 26. Teach us from your word tonight. Instruct us in righteousness tonight, Lord. And I pray, God, that the Christian who is... uh, uh, standing on the sidelines would just go ahead and commit and that the sinner who is lost in their sin would go ahead and repent and that you would help us all dear Lord to live as you live give us your mind Father I pray and help us to operate in your strength speak to us now in this time in Jesus name amen you can be seated we mentioned tonight that Jeremiah the writer of the book of Lamentations also the writer of the book of Jeremiah it is a a mammoth tale the book of the writings of Jeremiah he is a prophet a preacher who is heartbroken because he is preaching in a time that seems hopeless he is preaching in a time where it seems that the people who are supposed to love God do not love God the people who are supposed to know what is right and wrong are choosing wrong and there is a consequence that is coming down the pike In God's judgment, in the form of captivity from the land of Babylon. Now, if we were to place this writing historically and chronologically, these writings, it would be somewhere around chapter 37 through 52 of the book of Jeremiah. Yeah. Now, I want to give you a little something, a little something in preview. Turn just a few pages back with me into the book of Jeremiah, just the previous book, back to chapter number 38. Chapter number 38. (coughs) Now, just to give you a little bit of context about Jeremiah, a little bit more in case you don't know. Jeremiah preached for years... And nobody believed. He preached a ministry without one convert. He preached a ministry without one person saying, I believe the God of heaven. It came to a point, we are told, according to the scholars, the time of the time that uh, we read in Lamentations chapter number 3, that the events that we'll find in chapter 37, 38, we're not going to read it all, but just to give you an idea, he is in the clutches of a corrupt government
1: yeah. Yeah. Come on.
0: and there are kings well. who are battling against each other
1: well.
0: and there are wicked kings yeah. and wicked Come on. princes. Yeah. Come on who are in Preach. the business of jailing yeah. and killing the yes. prophet of God. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's an older preacher in our church, Brother Howard Payne, and he talks and he educates us younger preachers, and we go to him with a lot of questions, and he always has good answers. And he talks about the time of the prophets and the times of the kings and judges in the Old Testament. He always made this statement, The more spiritual the king, mm. the weaker the prophet. But in the time when you find the more wicked kings, you'll always find the strongest prophets. And Jeremiah, was in the time yeah. of wickedness yeah. in government. Yeah. Yeah. And in chapter 38, we're not going to read it all. It might yeah. say amen because there's candy and there's yeah. barbecue yeah. out there. Amen. <laughs> but in chapter number 38, I would just draw your yeah. attention to verse number six Come on, Brother and give you the idea of what is going on in Jeremiah's life yeah. when he wrote the words in Lamentations 3. Then took they Jeremiah... Cast him into the dungeon. Yeah. And Malachi, the son of Hamalek, that was in the court of the prison. And they let down Jeremiah with cords. And in the dungeon there was no water but mire. Mm. So Jeremiah sunk in the mire. Now according to what we read in 37 and 38. What had been done is the king had taken in his young princes, his young wicked princes, wicked, wicked younger princes, the wicked princes. Let me just say this, young people don't surround yourself exclusively with the opinion and the advice of other young people. Well, There is a yeah. biblical principle yeah. where those who surrounded themselves with the young and the inexperienced and the unwise always ended up in wickedness
1: yeah. Yeah. Right. and failure. Come on. Right.
0: And these young princes were in to kill Jeremiah. Yeah. And in fact, the place where the prison was established was once the house of a scribe.
1: Yeah.
0: And they turned it into a prison in Jerusalem. And they enclosed it, and there was a courtyard there where they held prisoners, chief prisoner, Jeremiah. And they turned the well that was in the midst of the courtyard of that prison into the deepest, darkest, most secure dungeon. He was basically down in the bottom of a dry well where it was just muck and mire. That's where the preacher was. Yeah.
1: That's
0: where God's man was. Yeah. That's where the man that God had given commission and a message to and he was, the, he was one of the lone voices of God during yeah. that time yeah. and where did he end up? Yeah. In the bottom of a dungeon.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But go back, go back, go back, go back, go back to Lamentations chapter number three. The book of Jeremiah and Lamentations is this formula. Ninety-nine percent judgment yeah. <laughs> and destruction yeah. and captivity, right? And one percent redemption and hope. Yeah, come on. There's one percent, and we're in it tonight. Yeah, it's right. the pearl. Yeah, it's the pearl right here in Jeremiah three. Look at it again. Look in verse twenty-one. This I recall in my mind. therefore have I hope. I I want you to be reminded tonight that in the verses that we read, verse 19, verse 20, verse 21, there was the act of remembering. And two of those remembrances were of bitter and horrible remembrance. But that third remembrance, that Third time, he made a decision. He said, I want to remember the fact that the God of heaven who called me, the God of heaven who's given me the message, I want to just take the time right now and the volition and the choice right now to remember the blessing of God and His hope. Do you know tonight that what you remember, you have some choice in it?
1: Yeah, right.
0: You have some choice in remembrance. There are some things that you can choose to think about and dwell on and sop down in and sink down in like that old mucky mire in the bottom of that dungeon well. uh, And you can do that if you want to every day, all day, 24-7, twice on on. Sunday. And you can stay down there and think about the things if you want to. But you've got a choice if you'll think about it to think about the good things and the blessings of your the and the hope that you have in Jesus christ yeah,
1: preaching right there God. amen mm.
0: i don't know about tomorrow
1: yeah
0: <laughs> i still live in yesterday a lot of times
1: yeah
0: yeah oh but i know who holds tomorrow yeah. and i know he holds my hand yeah. hey Listen, my friend, we're entering into a time. I may not get to all this message tonight, but we're entering into a time where we are going to face some similar things to Jeremiah. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm being as realistic as I possibly can. We've ridden the gravy train of God's grace for much too long, and God's judgment is upon our country in coming days. There's no way that a country can abort millions of babies and spit in the face of God, or him out of our schools to legislate sin and give license unto alcohol and to to bring in the homosexual agenda. There's no way that God can look down and say, God bless America. We deserve it. We cannot expect the holy righteous God of heaven to bless our country, must let our individual lives if we choose to live in sin and choose to live in on
1: that's, right. That's it. I'm
0: telling you, we need to prepare ourselves mentally and spiritually for the days to come. I'm telling you right now, if your pastor continues to preach the way he preaches, don't you thank God for a pastor who'll preach the Bible? Don't you thank God? I'm not trying to build him up, but it's all over the country. Don't you thank God for a man of God who's going to stand and say, What thus saith the Lord, whether you like it or not, just stand ending on the truth of God's yeah. word. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen.
0: But we're within a frog's hair of that being a felony. Yeah,
1: yeah we are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. close. Yeah, you right. Yeah. We
0: really make no mistake. I'm advising this everywhere I go, brother Scott. The churches have a, a little a little semi-business meeting. Yeah. And we add a lion item into the church budget. Uh-huh. And that's bail money for pastor. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not call- talking about he got pulled over drunk neither. I'm talking about they took him away because he was preaching the gospel. It's in Canada, it's coming. Canada, it's there. Did you know it's been on the books for nearly 20 years in Canada. You cannot publicly speak out against another religion's God or its scripture and say that it is false. It's considered hate speech. Yeah. That's been going on for 20 years yeah. in Canada.
1: Yeah.
0: If you were to say that Allah is a false god and the Koran is a false scripture uh-huh. and somebody's sitting in there and they want to turn you in for hate speech, you're in jail the next morning. Yeah. Right. It's on the books in Canada. Yes, sir. Right. Our, our meek little <laughs> neighbor to the north.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, about oh, yeah.
0: We're not far behind that friend. Yeah. Do you who we've got sitting in power tonight yeah. in Washington. Oh, yeah, and God help us, Nashville yes. and Atlanta. Yeah. Uh! yeah. yeah. They want the church silenced. Yep. They want the people of God silenced and gagged. They want a neutered people of God. They don't want progress. Yep. They don't want propagation. Yep. They don't want mission work. They don't want you telling anybody yep. that they're going to hell if they yep. don't accept Jesus Christ. Otherwise, you're a hateful, yep. hateful, yep. hateful yep.
1: person. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: And they're going to make it criminal. Mm-hmm. Yep. But let me tell you something.
1: Come on, help. There's hope. Yeah,
0: there's hope. if Jeremiah could find hope you and I my friend can find hope I want to give you just a few verses look down in here in these verses I just want to thank God that I can intentionally recall and give myself an opportunity of gratitude unto the Lord Psalms 103 1 and 2 says it. you know as well as I do bless the Lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name bless the Lord oh my and forget not all his benefits. I want you to know that there's a reason for hope tonight and it's because of the blessings uh, of God yeah. that he brings down from yeah. above yeah. unto an unworthy uh, people, a sinly, a sinful yeah. people, and yet he cheats. His good grace to yeah. bless us, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Look in verse number yeah, 22. Man. I want to call to your attention to verse 22 tonight. Therefore have I hope. It uh, It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it is of the Lord's mercies yeah. that we are not consumed because his compassions yeah. Yeah. fail not. I want to thank yeah. God for his mercies yeah. tonight. Yeah. It says we're not consumed. Psalm 85, yeah. 10 right. says this. Mercy and truth are met together. Yeah. Righteousness and peace have kissed each yeah. other. 2 Corinthians Paul said this in chapter 1 verse 3 blessed be God even the father of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of mercies and the God of all comfort oh what about his yeah. compassion my friend yeah. what about his compassion tonight yeah. Mark chapter 6 verse 34 and Jesus when he came out saw much people and was moved with compassion toward them because they were as sheep not having a shepherd yeah. I mean, he came to teach them many things you ought to thank God today that you can sit in a church house tonight yeah. and get teaching and understanding uh, from the word of God as long as we're able to have this word in yeah. front of us on, as dog. long as we're able to have this word taught to us As long as we're able to have this word preached to us, we ought to thank God for the hope there is in the mercy of God.
1: Yes,
0: hallelujah. 1 Peter 3, 8, we read over there in 5 this morning. Finally, be all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love, brethren, and be pitiful be courteous. When I think about the hope that I have in the Lord's mercy, oh, therefore have I hope. Therefore. Therefore have I hope. Look at verse number 23 quickly. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I just want to stop tonight and not just thank him because I can recall his blessings. I want to thank him tonight not just because of his mercies, but I want to thank him tonight not just because of his compassion. I want to thank him tonight because of his faithfulness. Oh, when I have not been faithful, he's still been faithful. When I've strayed away, he's stayed steady. When I have walked my own way, he's never left the pathway. Oh! the faithfulness of God. Yeah. We ought to thank God because there's hope in the faithfulness yeah. of God. Deuteronomy 7, yeah. 9 says this, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, Woo. he is God, the yeah. ye faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy yeah. with them that love him and keep his commandments to yeah. a thousand generations. I want to thank God for his covenant yeah. faithfulness. Yeah. Uh, First Corinthians 1, 9 Paul said, God is faithful by whom you were called unto to the fellowship of his son, yeah. Christ Jesus, yeah. our Lord. Yeah. I want to thank God for his faithfulness to keep on calling sinners, yeah. and, keep yeah. on calling sinners yeah. and keep on calling yeah. sinners yeah. and keep on calling oh. sinners. Oh! Thank God yeah. for the long-suffering yeah, faithfulness on. of God. Yeah. Oh, what about over there in 1 John 1, 9? Oh. We sinful men, yeah. if we confess yeah. Yeah. our sins, he is faithful, faithful. and God. just yeah. to forgive our yeah. sins yeah. and I'm to, I'm to cleanse us Hallelujah. from all unrighteousness. Yeah. I thank God for his yeah. faithfulness to cleanse and as we confess, yeah. he come will on. forgive amen yeah Oh, you know he's faithful. Yes, sir, yes. Sir. His name is faithful. When he yeah. comes back, Revelation 19, yeah. 11, riding that white horse, yeah. it's going to be like this. Like, like the revelator said, I saw heaven open and behold a white horse. And he that sat upon yeah. him was called yeah. faithful yeah. and true. Yeah. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. Right. Oh, can you handle one yeah. more tonight on yeah. his faithfulness? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. for us. There is a faithfulness that is expected, 1 Corinthians 4. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. It's not just God's faithfulness, but it's the people of God who ought to be faithful to a faithful God. When I think about all those who've left me behind, when I think about all those who've walked away, dipped Ah. their colors and turned and gone another way, I just want to say because of the faithfulness of God, therefore have I Look at verse number 24. You still with me? Say amen. Amen. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in Him. Oh, the Lord's portion. I want to thank God, and I have hope because the Lord God. is my portion. I don't need a government handout. I got the portion of God. I don't need some sort of charity. I've got the portion of God. I don't need a government program. I got God's program, and his program is provision because he's my portion. Yeah, man, Psalm Psalm 73, 26 said, my flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart (laughs) and my portion forever. It's not in my notes tonight, but in those Old Testament writings of when the children of God were in the wilderness and they were receiving all the portion of their inheritance, their land grants as the tribes of Israel. It came down to Aaron and the tribe of Levi. And and God told Moses to tell Aaron. He said, Aaron, you don't get any land. Uh, You don't get houses. You don't get your own set of everything like everybody else does. All you get is me because I'll be your portion, Aaron. I'll be the portion for the priesthood. Amen. The priesthood is yeah. not going to have to have a whole lot because yeah. all they get is me. Yeah, Oh, Oh, the psalmist said in one nineteen fifty-seven, Thou art my portion, O Lord. I have said that I would keep Thy words. When I think about how God has provided for me and made me His own, and He is my portion, therefore have I hope. Mm, can you handle another one? Let's go look at verse 25. The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him to the soul that seeketh him. I'm not correcting the word of God, but let me just remind you, if you're not faithful to him, he's still good.
1: Yeah. That's true. Amen. If you mess
0: up sin, he's still good. Hey, let me just tell you, when it's bad, he's still good. Yeah. When you mess up, he's still good. When there ain't no money in the bank, he's still good. Oh, when there's plenty of money in the bank, he's still good. When you're in a hospital room or the funeral home, he's still good. When you're in the schoolhouse and the workplace, He's still good. When you're sitting in that home He gave you, oh, listen, friend, He's good. Amen,
1: preacher. Amen.
0: When I think about His goodness, therefore have I hope. Uh, the psalmist said in chapter thirty-three, five: uh, the earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. The psalmist in chapter twenty-seven, thirteen said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of plenty. i tell you, even in this time today, it might be easy for some to say, I give up. I give. It's too hard. I can't handle it. And I don't know what your personal circumstances are, but I want you to know this. There's a God who's good in the middle of your circumstances. There's a God who's good in the middle of your tragedy. There's a God who's good in the midst of your turmoil. Oh! There's a God yes. that's good, and there's reason to hope. There's reason to hope. Yes. The goodness it says in Romans two four, Paul wrote: "The goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance." I know there's a lot of folks that say there's folks get they don't they, we all get saved the same way. Yeah, yeah. come on, come on it's good. Come on, right here, deal with it. Right. There ain't but one way to get saved.
1: Yeah, right. Come on. right.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, Tom T. Hall. You and Jesus ain't got your own thing going, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. There's one way. Yeah. But do you know that there's different circumstances where people yeah. come to know the Lord? Sure. There's some yeah. folks that you have to swing out over hell on a rotten shoelace till yeah. the flames lick their toes before they'll come. Yeah. Others, yeah. say with fear. Others yeah. Some having, compa- having compassion, making a difference. Yeah, yeah, I recall in my mind when we were in Middle Tennessee, uh, there in Murfreesboro, Brother Tony Hudson's church, there was a young boy, a school age boy, and he was, uh, his daddy was my soul winning partner on Wednesday night, soul winning visitation, we'd take a bus out here in the neighborhood. And little Isaac, he got to winning folks at school. He got to winning his little schoolmates. And he'd come in every other day, come in, done one, one of his little schoolmates to the Lord. Yeah. His mom and daddy got talking to him and said, now Isaac, what in the world? What are you telling these folks? He said, well, I just tell them how good heaven is and how if you get saved, you get to go to heaven. That pretty much does it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you something, friend. Good. News flash. Heaven is good. Yeah. Yeah. Heaven is going to be gooder than we can even imagine good yeah, to boy. be. That's yeah. true, man. That ain't good English, but that's good
1: preaching. <laughs> yeah.
0: What did the psalmist say in chapter 23, verse 6? Surely... Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. When I think about the Lord's goodness, therefore have I hope. Can you handle a couple of more? We'll get out of here and go eat candy. Look at verse number 26 tonight. It is good. Oh, it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. I just want you to know tonight there's reason for hope because there's the salvation that the Lord gives. And let me just just give you a little perspective tonight. July the 13th, 1978 on a Thursday night at the end of a week-long revival, Brother Frank Sharp preaching at Noah Baptist Church in Cherokee County, Alabama on Isaiah 53, 6 all we like sheep have gone astray. And I don't even remember that. My mama wrote it down in the Bible. But all I remember is the Holy Ghost beating yeah, me up on yeah. this I said, you need, you, need you need to get saved. 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 And I was sitting right about there next to my mama and my papa and my sister was sitting right here. My heart's beating out of my chest. And I, she saw that look on my face and she knew it well because she got saved not too long before that. She said, you need to get saved. I said, oh, oh. She said, well, go do it. And I said, okay. And I went down and I got down right on this side. Yeah. And before I could get all the way in the knees, the old saints did what they used to do. And they prayed me in. Whoa. Oh, yeah. the saints gathered around me. And my buddy Jeff Chambers was right on the other side yeah. of me. And he got saved that night just Whoa. like I did. Yeah. And he's pastoring that church today. I'm telling you tonight, when I think about the yeah. salvation that yeah. God brings into his people. Oh, Therefore, have hey, I hope. God. Therefore, have Praise I hope because of the salvation of the Lord. Now, I was saved that night eternally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I
0: was saved that night. Yeah.
1: But let me just tell you this
0: I am being saved every day that goes by. Yeah. I'm being saved from myself yeah. right. most times yeah. Yeah. I, I'm being saved from those fiery darts of the wicked by the faith of God yeah. that shield of faith, Ephesians yeah. 6 yeah. I'm being saved in situations I don't even know where there's danger do you realize every day that we drive down highways in America Good night. I don't know between here in Cleveland, our buddy we've been staying with over here in Cleveland, they got roads that are that wide with no Shoulders. My daughter asked me a question a while ago. I said, just hang on just a second, baby. I'm threading the sewing, sewing machine and it's running. Just hang on one minute. Sorry about the splash zone right there. We'll get some Lysol after a while. My bad. But do you realize we move at high velocity speeds and miss other cars like that? Yeah.
1: Oh, my. That's true.
0: I don't have to be reminded of that. I got a co-pilot that reminds me of every brake light, every speed limit sign. Thank God. So sometimes I get a little a little bit too comfortable in my grace. She reminds me. Hey Amen. I'm thankful for it. But do you realize how much danger that we're saved from every day. Do you do you realize how many times if you hadn't have been delayed by some little red light or somebody driving too slow and you got out around it and you got on up the road and God help us there's a bad wreck and you could have been right
1: there. Right
0: there. You know what God was doing for you right there? He was saving you from that. Yeah. Right. That's right. Right, he on. did save me. He yeah. is saving me, and He's gonna save, save me. me. How yeah. hey, you know that, yeah. Brother Adam? Well, I just I'll, I'll just tell you yeah. Romans five nine through ten. Much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath yeah. through Him. Yeah. For if we were enemies, That's when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son. Much more, being reconciled. We shall be saved by His life. You know what that means? We're not going through the judgment of the tribulation.
1: Thank God for that.
0: That's where the wrath of God is going to be poured out on this earth, and we're not going to be (laughs) here. Praise the Lord. (laughs) You can stay if you want to. Yeah. I'm gone. The I'm old <laughs> so preacher man said, "Oh, Maze Jackson, you say he's going to toot and I'm going to
1: scoot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your preacher's taught you. Your preacher's teaching you. He said He's educating you on, on what that tribulation's all about. It's the judgment yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. It's the time of Jacob's trouble. Yeah. That's when God is going to yeah. judge Israel and give them the whooping yeah. for the rejection yeah. that he's well, promised them all those years ago. But the church my friend, the church of the living God, all those yeah. who believe, we gonna be yeah. gone. Yes, yeah. 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 sir. Right. Right.
1: Right.
0: And when I think about how the God God of yeah. heaven saved me yeah. and is saving me, yeah. and shall save yeah. me, yeah. therefore have I hope. Two more. You ready? Yeah. Candy time here coming up. <laughs> Look at verse 27. I wanna f I want to settle in right here, verse 27 through 30 for just an extra minute. It is good for a man that he bear his yoke in his youth. Bear the yoke in his youth. He sitteth alone and keepeth silence because he hath borne it upon him. He putteth his his mouth in the dust. If so be, there may be hope. He giveth his cheek to him that smiteth him. He is filled full of reproach. I just want to say right here. I'm thankful that there's hope in the yoke. Oh, that's good. Ooh. I'm thankful that there's hope in the yoke.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, what? I almost read it this morning, but I backed off reading it this morning. Last thing. What's Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30 say? Come unto me, all you that labor heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke <laughs> upon you. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Yeah. I want you to see this tonight if you're taking notes. In this hope that's in the yoke, it's important to start right. Yeah. Young people, yeah. you got a tremendous opportunity. Yeah. Start right in the yoke of God. Yeah. Well, but let me tell you something, old timer, long in the tooth, getting a little silver in that beard. Yeah. It's never too late to start. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You're breathing God's air. Yeah. Get in the yoke. Yeah. Get in the yoke. You know why? Because there's hope in the yoke. Yeah. There ain't no hope in the pope, but there's <laughs> hope in the yoke. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying Y O L K eggs although I do love eggs from my head down to my legs. I love them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but we're
0: talking about the yoke. We're talking that, about that implement yeah. of farming, that yeah. agrarian terminology yeah. when they used to pull with oxen yeah. and they put that wooden frame over their body and attach that. Those old t- over in that yeah. part of the country, they still, some of them and in Africa, oh, yeah. they still use those yolks. You go up here to the Amish and they'll put those uh, mule those, those bells, they don't use mules in the Amish, don't they? That's man-made. But they'll use a Belgian. And they'll put that, they'll put that Belgian in that, in that yoke, in that harness, and they'll pull. But you know what? Brother Tony Hudson, he raises and trains mules, yeah. my, one of my mentors. Now, he is old-timey. He's got quite a collection of bibs. I think I got three. I think he's got about 30. He's a full time overall man. I've enjoyed it by the way. Thank you for the for a day for a day when I can wear my brother. overalls. Yeah, yeah. What if I just started preaching like this all the time? I'll be all right. I believe that'd make a stir. I don't know if I'd get invited anywhere. Good night. It's just comfortable. I love it. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, Brother Tony. He raises uh, mules. He's got an old Jack named Sam, and he's got Belgian mares, and he raises mules. Now, when he trains them mules, when he's training he trains them, he, he trains pairs, but he don't start them off together. He takes one of his old, experienced mules, and he puts that mule over there beside that old, experienced mule. And they got them blinders on. He don't know who he's pulling with or not. And he'll say, get up, Jack, get up, Jen, get up, Jack, get up, Jen. Well, old Jen, she's been pulling for years, and she knows what to do. And old Jack's like, what are we doing? Oh, okay, all right, here we go, all right. <laughs> and old Jen's pulling him along, because she knows how to walk in the row, and she knows how to pull the load. And in fact, the business, she's pulling the majority of the
1: load. Yeah, yeah, they just pull
0: that's and let me just say to you, friend, if you'll get in the yoke with him, he'll do the pulling. Yeah. Yeah. The and you'll get all the benefit. Amen. So start right. Now look right here. That's what verse 31 says. In your youth, in your youth, but it's never too late to start. Now look at verse number 28. He says right there that he sitteth alone and keepeth silence. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that not only is he talking about starting right, but he's talking about being settled yeah. right. right. Being settled Right. Now, there are some people who are very calm personalities and there are other people who are like a worm in hot ashes. They can't sit still, right? But what does the Bible teach us? He says, study to be quiet and do your own work with the work of your hands, right? Let me just tell you something. There is one thing that our society does not know the benefit of and that is sitting in a quiet, silent place, still listening to God. It's uncomfortable, isn't it?
1: That's
0: why we've always got the radio on. That's why we've always got the TV on. That's why we've always got our phone on.
1: Because
0: it's uncomfortable sometimes to just sit there quiet and just wait on the Lord. No, it also shows being settled, shows patience. God help us, nobody has hardly patience these days. That's true. We're having to learn it in the drive thru's of America, where it's no longer fast food, it's like maybe food. Maybe food. <laughs> Welcome to McDonald's. We ain't got no hamburgers. Well, we got some <laughs> Yeah. Our ice, ice cream machine hadn't worked since Reagan was in office. <laughs> 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 but it's hard for us to be patient is yeah, it not you're right. Yeah, that is
1: true. You're right.
0: it's hard for us to be patient yeah, right. it's hard for us to sit still sometimes yeah, you're right. it's hard for us now I'm not talking about laziness that's a whole other subject we ain't yeah. talking about laziness we're talking about sitting still on purpose yeah that's what they say patience is. Patience is waiting with yeah. a good attitude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with a good attitude. Yeah, you know. Atlanta traffic is not a good place oh, for patience. No, no, don't practice it there. No, Just get that. out alive. Yeah. That's all I say. <laughs> Just get out alive. By whatever means necessary. Don't
1: even,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it's a discipline to sit right. patiently.
1: Right.
0: It's right. a discipline. That's what he says. Y'all still with me? Look at verse 29. Real quick, real quick. We're almost done. He putteth his mouth to the dust. You know what that is? That means he's sanctified right. He's talking about a man who's humble. His mouth is in the dust. This is him. This is him. Yeah. That is a prone position. One push up. That's good for the week. I did it. Put that on my list. (laughs) That's a prone position. That's called being prostrate before the Lord. Prostrate before the Lord. That's a position that many people are just not willing to get into. But he says... There's hope in that position. Yes, sir. There's hope in that position. Yeah. Look what he said. He put his mouth in the dust. If so be, there may be hope. hope. Yeah. There may be hope if you'll patiently wait upon the Lord. If we will take the effort and have the discipline to stop and be quiet before Him and quit giving Him our list, and quit telling Him all our stuff and how He ought to handle it. And Lord, we need You to do this and deliver in that right there. God, bring us out of this right. and do this and do that, Lord, and do this and. Yeah. Call us when you get it done. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's it? yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, you're right. That's the <laughs> way
0: not. Lord, you just do the talking. You just do the talking. That's being settled, right?
1: Yeah.
0: One more little thing. Look in verse 30. He said, He giveth his cheek to him that smiteth him. He is filled full with reproach. Mm-hmm. The disgust that some people are displaying for God's people, for God's word, for God's house, soon is going to go past jokes and sarcasm and words. And it's really going to move even beyond legislation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, yeah.
0: And the smiting of the cheek is coming. Now look, I'm Second Amendment all the way. Me
1: too.
0: Right. I got two cheeks. Do do what you got to do, and then we're done. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm just. I'm just carnal and fleshly enough. I got two. That's all (laughs) you get. Y'all pray for me. (laughs) Amen. Right. But look, but look, it's very possible to be named as a child of God, to be identified as a child of God. Yeah. I'm saying in this part of the world we're pretty safe right now, but there's some other parts in the world, they find that out, yeah. your head's off before daylight. Right. Afghanistan, true. there are people meeting right now in secret knowing that if they're caught, they're dead. Not somebody come up and slapping them. Yeah. Not some flaming liberal coming up and saying something about your God. No, 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 no death. But he said there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. There's hope if we'll stand right and bear the reproach of the name of Jesus Christ. Verse 31, I thank him for his keeping. We won't go through these. The Lord will not cast off forever. I thank the Lord in verse number 32, that though he caused grief, yet will he have compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. Mm. My favorite psalms in these days is Psalm 136. We're not going to read it. you got to see it. Y'all if, y'all if y'all didn't react to me saying Psalm 136, you've got to look over there. Go over there and look at it. Psalm 136. Now, these are songs. You know that? These are songs. And this was a song that's read over and over again and it's the song that they sung in Nehemiah when the walls went up. His mercy endureth forever. And in Ezra when they gathered around the foundations, his mercy endureth forever. This was the song they sung. This was the song they sung. And it's like a call and response. It's one of them things where the leader would say it and everybody else would say the second part. It goes like this. Oh! give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. And everybody else would say, for his mercy endureth forever. And the song leader would say, oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. And for 27 verses, it goes through there and in every verse it says, for his mercy endureth forever. And he'd read another attribute of God and they'd say, for his mercy endureth forever and he tells something good that God did for his people for his mercy endureth yeah, forever amen. and they'd recall how he defeated their foes yeah. for his mercy endureth forever to get down there to, per- per- to verse number 23 who remembered us in our lowest state for his mercy endureth forever and hath redeemed us from our enemies for his mercy endureth forever who giveth food to all flesh For his mercy endureth forever Oh sing it out on that last one! Oh, give thanks unto The God of heaven For his mercy endureth forever When I think about the mercy of yeah. God That it doesn't run out It's never depleted It never does get short The supply chain never gets cut off They're never out of stock It's not on back order The mercy of God endureth forever Therefore have I hope.
1: Uh,
0: Hallelujah Hallelujah for the hope that we have
1: in God.
0: Oh, hope is what we have that the world does not have. You know what they've got? They got Hocus Pocus out there. We got hope. They got Harry Potter out there. We got hope. The, yeah. the, the, the pleasures of this life oh, yeah. that are good for a season, and then when that seed comes to fruition, it brings forth death, but we got hope tonight. Yeah, That's That's good.
1: Good. Yeah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah for the hope Amen. Of God. Yeah. I'm thankful tonight. I'll give you one more little thing over here if you can stand at verse 55. I called upon the name, thy name, O Lord, out of the low dungeon. That's where he was in Jeremiah 38.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Out of the low dungeon. Thou hast heard my voice. Hide not thine ear at my breathing, my cry. Oh, here's the hope. Mm-hmm. Thou drewest near in the day that I called upon thee. Thou saidst,
1: Fear not. There it is. Whew.
0: Oh, Lord, hope. thou hast pleaded the causes of my soul. Thou hast redeemed my life. When I think about the redemption of God, Therefore have I hope. And he's still in the redeeming business today. For the lost and the lonely, for the sin sick and the one headed for hell. Oh, there's hope tonight in the redemption that God offers. We're standing to our feet. The pianist is coming. The song leader is going to sing a song tonight. Listen to me, my friend. You may not have hope tonight. You may not find any hope in this world. And I don't find much either. There's no hope in the government. There's no hope in the financial community. There's no hope in the world economy. Uh, There's no hope for those uh, who are getting sick and those who are not. You're going to get sick one of these days. There's no hope in everything that this world can offer. There's no hope in pleasure, but there's hope in God. And there's hope for God's people tonight. There's one more bit of hope that I'm thankful for. When I think about his return, he said this. I'll read this for you as she begins to play. John 14. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. Not rooms, mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. When I think about the Lord's return, I have hope. I have hope. Do you need hope tonight? Do you need hope? You find yourself in a hopeless situation. And this is one of the luxuries of being an evangelist. I, I, I don't know your stories. I, I don't know all the little things that you're going through. I don't know who likes each other and who doesn't like each other. I, I don't know all the, the church politics. I, I, it's not that it's, I'm not concerned. It's just none of my business.
1: Yeah.
0: But I, want know, I know one who knows all about yeah, it. Yeah. You know what he offers tonight? Hope. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what your health situation is, but there's hope in him. Right. Right. I'm not saying there's always going to be healing like you think it ought to be, but there's hope in him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's hope in him.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know what your financial situation is tonight, but there's hope.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't know what your job situation is tonight, but there's hope. I don't know what your family situation is tonight. You might have a prodigal. You might have a marriage that's hanging on by a thread. Let me just tell you tonight, according to the authority of God's word, there's hope.